Hello and welcome to The Gist. I am your host, Chris Vetrano, here every week to break down all the things that are happening in pop culture and interviewing the people that make it pop. And on today's show, we are covering the juiciest, the best, the moments of 2023 that will forever live on in pop culture history. And that's right, we delivered this last year, the same list. It was our very first episode of The Gist, and here we are a year later with even more amazing moments that we still can't stop talking about. So what were the what was the tea? What was keeping us pop, piping hot at the water cooler? What was keeping us talking all year long? We are going to cover it today. Very, very excited about this list. And I got to be honest, it was hard to narrow this thing down because there were some serious pop culture moments in 2023 that will forever, forever live on. And I have to say, only being days into the new year, we have already delivered some incredible pop culture moments of 2024. Um, and so we we have to, you know, first honor the year that has passed. And then, of course, we are going to be here all year long again, delivering all the biggest pop culture moments. Um, every month we will have our pop culture roundup. So we'll talk about the biggest moments of the month. So you can tune in for that. Um, but these are the ones, the top 10 moments that we will not forget long after the ball dropped on 2023. And, um, you know, I feel like we should just get right into it. You know, let's do the thing. That's right. Because number 10 is, of course, the moment that went viral instantly. Ariana DeBose, okay, hosting the BAFTAs in 2023. She delivered, first of all, I have to say, Homegirl 8, okay, she was, uh, like, I thought it was actually, like, a really, really fun thing that she did. Um, but she was doing kind of this, like, sing-song rap. I don't know what we call it. Um, She's a sing- an excellent singer, obviously. We know her from West Side Story. Um, but I think that, you know, she maybe just didn't prepare. She's a trained singer, and she was, like, running out of breath the entire time that she was doing this performance. And it was just, she was trying to fit too much in. I don't know if she was also nervous. Um, of course she was, right? I mean, like, this is a huge moment for her. Um, but it became even bigger, when she started talking about the female actresses and trying to pay tribute to them all. And she's had these amazing little shout outs to all these wonderful women. And then she got to Angela Bassett. And while she's saying, you know, Viola Davis, my woman king, like, you know, callbacks to the films or the projects that these women had worked on, all she simply came up for was with Angela or all she came up for for Angela Bassett was Angela Bassett did the thing and instantly it was a pop culture moment and what even made it better was that later Angela Bassett actually did go on and she won an award uh, and this wasn't at the BAFTAs, but it was at another award show. And she came up to accept it. And she said, I guess Angela Bassett really did the thing. 
And so, I mean, that is when you know it's a pop culture moment and a forever staple, meme-worthy, gif-worthy video that we'll always think of and call back to uh, moment is when the star themselves is actually bought in and part of the moment. And so... I'm sh- I know that like Ariana DeBose probably felt like a little flack and felt like probably like it didn't land the way that she wanted it to. Um, but ultimately it was this incredible moment that we have. And I still, to this day say Angela Bassett did the thing. So I, I love it. And it's our number 10 pop culture moment of 2023. So it's iconic guys. Ariana, good for you, girl. Um, and coming in at number nine. So I, I said like, there was a lot of moments in 2023 and I was trying to narrow them down into what was kind of the biggest moments or what were the things that really shocked people. And I, I felt like this one had to make the list. So first Madonna announced her celebration tour. So she was embarking on a tour that was going to span her 30 years of songs and music and eras. And of course she couldn't call it the eras tour. Spoiler alert. Um, But she hyped this big celebration tour, which was amazing. And people were so excited about it. And then we heard that Madonna was canceling the tour dates because she was in critical condition in the hospital. And when I say, and she, you know, it was like some bacteria infection that led to her being hospitalized. I don't know. I I don't know what to believe in this. I don't know if, you know, celebrity exhaustion, uh, quote unquote, um, you know, I don't know what it was that was, you know, we've, we've seen some pretty wild, antics from Madonna over the last couple of years on TikTok and uh, social media. And she's obviously, you know, been, been doing some work uh, to her, to her appearance. Um, And so, you know, I don't know what really truly led to this. I, if it was a bacterial issue or whatever it was, the, the reason that I felt like it made such a statement though for this year was that it there was a moment where i think we all collectively gasped when the headlines broke that she was in this critical condition in in the hospital and her children were like rushing to her side i think we were all bracing ourselves for something much worse to come from this news and so it was like the fact that people were so excited about this tour and now disappointed it was being canceled, it was like that took a back seat because we were all just kind of waiting to hear like what's happening to Madonna. And so, because Madonna is Madonna. So, you know, we, we didn't want to lose her in 2023 and, you know, luckily she recovered and she had a full recovery. Okay. She went from like on top, like doing all these tour rehearsals, doing all this stuff, to in critical condition in the hospital, to a full recovery, and then rescheduled the concert dates and went out on tour. And then the tour itself, the photos you're seeing, the things that you're, the footage that's coming out of this tour, I mean, she is like doing it. And I mean, it's 
it's quite a comeback story. And so it's a pop culture moment for me. It comes in at number nine because it really truly like was this roller coaster of pop culture feelings that we had over Madonna in 2023. And so that is why the Madonna celebration tour and just Madonna's story in 2023 in general comes in at number nine. Number eight, of course I have to cover it. I don't think that there's a ton to talk about, but the SAG strike and then the actor strike that followed, it was, it was of course, a huge moment. We're going to remember it when we think about the entertainment industry. It forever changed everything because the way that AI has become so incredibly ingrained in every industry, right? I mean, even with podcasting, there's so many things. The other day, I was I was looking at my uh, one of my carriers that I work with, uh, partners that I work with for the podcast, and they were showing me that I could have Santa as a guest, and you could just have a conversation with a AI Santa if you wanted to have that episode. You're welcome, by the way, if that I didn't do that. Okay, because that just. I don't know where that goes and I don't know how that works out, but like there is some wild things happening with AI. And so celebrities and actors were really starting to become concerned over the fact that their likeness. And I mean, if you go on, you know, Twitter is a wild place or X, but um, if you go on uh, any of the social platforms, you can start to see like people are making AI songs. Like you can hear Britney Spears sing Genie in a Bottle from Christina Aguilera because AI took her vocals and put it on this song. I mean, wild, wild things are happening. And so first, the writers were striking because they were saying, you're going to use AI to write all of this and we're going to be out of jobs. And so they needed to fight for their jobs, essentially, And that then led to the actor strike who followed and the actors wanted, you know, to make sure that like, you can't use our likeness. You can't just use our voice or use our face in various projects without paying us for this stuff. Like it's going to forever change the landscape of entertainment But it also was a very extended strike that had major impacts to a lot of our pop culture moments that we could have had because movies got delayed. TV shows are completely delayed. We are, you know, all sort of waiting for some of our favorite TV shows to return. Euphoria, for example, one of the biggest shows right now that people have been talking about, you know, it is unfortunately, like not returning until I think 2025 now is what they're saying, but it kept getting pushed out. These, I mean, Euphoria is a show about teenagers. These actors are not going to be teenagers anymore when they finally are able to like get the show moving. And so it's like, it's wild what this strike did to the industry and definitely disrupt things, disrupted things. And so that is why it comes in at number eight. At number seven, okay, so you might be saying like, you know, Madonna made the list, you know, what, how is he going to cover all this stuff? Because there were, and so I'm going to group all of this stuff together because there were so many Hollywood couples that did not make it through 2023. 
And I am, I feel for them, right? And so this is our tribute. This is our moment of silence for all the couples that didn't make it through the through the year. I mean, cue the the music and the backdrop of all of the you know tribute photos of these folks because this is truly it was it was actually kind of crazy. I was I've had this conversation with some of my friends that I was like, this year has been tough on relationships. We know I know some friends. I know you know, family members that had really, really tough years in their relationships, um, or a tough year in 2023. And for some of these celebrity couples, it just didn't last. And so just to name a few <clears throat> of the big ones, I mean, you know, obviously we had some like from a Bravos perspective, Kyle and Mauricio announced their separation. We don't know if it's a full divorce. It does seem like it's heading that way. We didn't fully we didn't see it all play out yet uh, in 2023, but they did announce their separation, and that was a huge moment. We obviously had Kim Zolciak and Troy Bierman. I don't know what's going on there. I mean, are they or aren't they? I don't know if they are still together or not. They had a tumultuous year. We all saw that play out. But beyond the Bravo space, you know, we had Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello, uh, Billy Porter. Uh, and his husband, uh, Jeremy Allen White, star of the the Bear. I mean, he's like on top of the world now. Uh, didn't make it through his marriage. Jody Turner Smith and Joshua Jackson announced their divorce. Busy Phillips got divorced. Marin Morris and Ryan Hurd announced their separation and divorce. Reese Witherspoon, uh, Hugh Jackman, and Deborah Lee were married for twenty seven years. And they announced their divorce. Um, we also got news that both Meryl Streep and her husband and Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, they both announced that they had have been separated for years and years. And for whatever reason, they both announced it this year that they've been separated for years. They're not divorced, but they are separated. Um which is just kind of wild. Um, Ariana DeGrande and Dalton Gomez, they got divorced. And then our, obviously there was a whole slew of news around that because uh, there were some rumors that Dalton Gomez might be homosexual and that may have been what led to it. There was like some leaked videos and or some leaked photos, I think, of him potentially with another man. Ariana was on the set of Wicked, as we know, uh, filming for that huge film that comes out later this year, um, and met Ethan Slater on the set. And Ethan Slater, who was also married, they ended up, as we have to assume, they ended up having an affair, which then both of them separated and got divorced from their spouses. And now Ariana and Ethan are together. And wow, oh wow, what is what a pair. Okay. I I don't really know what to say about Ethan. Okay. I'm just going to tell you if you don't know Ethan, go ahead and take a little Google and uh, Ethan Slater. And that's all I'm going to say. And I think Ariana's taller than him and she's like four feet. So I mean, it's, it's wild. Um, but they, uh, Ariana did not make it. So thank you. Next. Um, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner got divorced. Ricky Martin and his husband got divorced. And of course, Britney Spears and Sam Isgari uh, also got divorced. Um, 
And so it's just, it was 2023 was not kind to couples. And let's hope that 2024 is filled with love for all of these people and for all of you and for all of us. Because yeah, it was a, it was a tough year. Coming in at number six, the Gwyneth Paltrow trial. Okay. I was obsessed. Now I know that like HBO Max, I think, has a documentary on this. I'm gonna I have not seen it. And I'm gonna tell you guys, don't watch it, okay? Because that sounds really boring. And the thing is, is that the Gwyneth Paltrow trial and the whole case in general is so boring and so mundane that it like, it's like, this is so silly. This is a silly case of nothingness. And why are we even talking about it? But somehow we couldn't stop talking about it because, and if you don't know, there was this retired doctor, Terry Sanderson, he claimed that Gwyneth intentionally injured him by skiing into him in 2016 in Park City. So he sued her for $300,000. She said, you know, you know, there was there was a collision on the slopes. It was completely not intentional. Um and so she just for, you know, to make sure that she was protecting her name and her reputation, she countersued him for $1. Um, and this trial, it gained media attention and I'm ultimately going to say it gained media attention because of the LOLs of it all. Sanderson's attorney was when she began her line of questioning with Gwyneth, it became just like a fangirl over the goop goddess. I mean, she was so enamored by Gwyneth that even Gwyneth couldn't keep a straight face during the line of questioning and, you know, Gwyneth delivered some incredible looks. I mean, courtroom drama looks that I think will probably become pop or fashion staples, definitely pop culture staples. But I mean, she delivered in so many ways. Um, she ultimately won the case. And, you know, then there's, of course, the meme where she's leaning over to say something to Mr. Sanderson. And, um, you know, everyone has their meme of what she was actually saying. Uh, but I just, I, I think that it delivered so much. It was so entertaining, just the snippets that were coming from it. Just, you don't need to watch a whole documentary. You don't need to like do a whole, you know, podcast about this like quote, true crime. It's because it's not, (laughs) it's not that, but just some of these little nuggets that we got from it. Oh, it was gold from a pop culture perspective. So thank you, Gwyneth, for delivering this moment. Now, we have reached the top five. And to kick it off, the top five, I'm just going to say, is awfully pink in a lot of different ways. Um, And largely because of number five, of course, I'm talking about the Barbie movie. I mean, the biggest movie of the year, grossing over $1.5 billion. Okay, now, Nicole Kidman has been trying her best for years to get people to return to the theater with those AMC ads. And I'm saying, no, she didn't do it. Nope. And she's probably kicking herself because those AMC ads, I mean, she put a lot into them. Okay. If you haven't seen them, she's doing some of her best character work in that. And you might want to check it out. But you know who did do it? Barbie. 
Barbie delivered a incredible return to the movies. I saw it in the film. I saw it in the theater. It was a it was a magical moment of us coming back post COVID, but not even like post COVID. It was just like we all wanted to go see this movie because there was so much nostalgia about it, and there was a ton of hype. Okay, so it definitely felt like it had the potential to be overhyped. But I'm going to say it delivered. Now, I know there are differing opinions out there that some people thought it was, you know, too watered down or too this or that or too cheesy. You think it's going to be this kind of cheesy movie walking in, or maybe at least that was what I did. I walked in being like, this is going to probably be pretty cheesy. It's a movie about Barbie. I mean, yeah. But what we actually got was a beautiful, beautiful film. And I would say everyone out there should see it, but definitely women. Um, You want to feel empowered. You want to take your story back. This is a movie for you. Um, And I think, you know, obviously Margot Robbie did an incredible job playing her. I can't imagine anyone else. I know Amy Schumer was up for the role. I don't even know that movie would have been completely different, probably not have the same impact, but it is forever going to be one of the biggest movies um, that we talk about. And of course, now the studios are all trying to get rights to all the other Mattel toys. And I hear like there's a Hot Wheels movie like in the works. And I'm like, no, that wasn't the point. This movie was not about a toy coming to life. We've done that, Toy Story. Right, it, it was a huge, a huge film for Disney. We've already done that story. That is not what we're seeing in Barbie. We're seeing a movie about something that is so nostalgic and so real about w- the women's movement and women's stories that has come to life through this toy. And it just, it was really, really special. If you haven't seen it, I don't want to say too much because just make sure you get to the end because there is just so much there. And I thought it was a fantastic film and I understand why it was the highest grossing movie of the year. So coming in at number four, this is truly a moment of silence and a little bit down in this. And I, you know, Uh, It's almost like, you know, when you're doing a podcast like this or when you're counting down like pop culture moments, you want to keep it light and fun. And unfortunately, number four is not that. Because in number four, we lost Matthew Perry this year. Um, You know, this is, it was incredibly shocking after, you know, he has clearly suffered uh, for many years with addiction and he, a lot of health problems. Uh, he wrote his book. He was, but he was seemingly kind of on the other side, or at least that's what we thought. Um, he seemed to be kind of like trying to get back, um, and it, it's a really, really tragic story. He, you know, uh, I'm not going to go into the details. You can you can Google it if you don't know. But I I think the reason that this is such a pop culture moment um, is that Friends is one of the most cherished at least American, but not really, it's across the world, is one of the most cherished shows of all time. And this is the first friend to die. And that has a major impact because when we first heard it, it was shocking news. It was sad. 
the world instantly was mourning. But then everybody turned their attention to the other five friends to find out what are they going to say? How are they doing? How are they how must they be feeling? Because this is a cast that historically banded together when you know when the show was taking off and actors some of the actors wanted to more money they banded together to say we're all getting paid the same and we're all going to continue on this journey together and they were a tight knit group for so many years and they were truly friends and they still you know we see them on instagram we see some of them you know get together for dinners and you know especially the ladies they keep in touch a lot but mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jennifer Aniston had said that she had spoken to Matthew Perry just, you know, basically hours before he passed. And, you know, they they kept in touch. Like, these were true friends. So it was more than just cast members um, and colleagues. And so the world felt a major shift when we lost our very first friend with Matthew Perry. And so that is why it is of course high on this list and it's number four biggest pop culture moment. You know, in 2023, we also lost some other big names in pop culture. Uh, Tina Turner, Bob Barker, Alan Arkin, David Crosby, Tony Bennett, Paul Rubens. I mean, Pee Wee Herman, Lisa Marie Presley and Angus Cloud from Euphoria, you know, all, a lot of them really tragically we lost this year. Um, but no bigger sort of headline than Matthew Perry. Um, and that is why that's all coming in at number four. Number three, we, of course, are going to have to talk about it. I have a whole podcast about it, a whole episode, if you want to dive into it more. But The Woman in Me. Britney Spears finally broke her silence in 2023 by releasing her first book. The Woman in Me It came out towards the end of the year in October, and it became the highest-selling book of the year. And because that's the impact, people have been waiting for 13 years for Britney to talk about everything that she went through, not just in the conservatorship, but in the story of her life, about the moments with Justin Timberlake, um, the moments growing up in with you know, the Mickey Mouse Club and on Broadway and doing the things, getting signed at such a young age and then having this incredibly massive success and career right out of the gate almost. And, you know, it was a very compelling story, one that I flew through. Michelle Williams delivered the audiobook um, because it was too painful for Britney to relive um, a lot of those moments. But, um, you know, we got some, and we got some major headlines out of it. We, you know, of course we got Michelle Williams, instantly iconic, um, reading of Justin Timberlake's interaction with Genuine. Um, and I won't create it here again. I did it already on the other podcast, but on the other episode, but I, am. uh, it's, it's incredible. It in, in itself is a pop culture moment, um, but we got so much from the story and we learned that Brittany uh, and Justin Timberlake uh, 
had conceived a child that they ended up having an abortion. Um, and really that we learned that that kickstarted so much of what we ended up watching as Britney's mental breakdown. And it just really added a lot of clarity into Britney's story and what had happened and all the things that, you know, sort of took place and that we sort of, you know, pointed the finger at her for so many years. And it really like shed a light on what she was going through behind the scenes. And I think, you know, really helped narrate what was actually happening. And so, you know, people continue to judge and point fingers and say, is she okay? Is she well? Um, but this is the time that like Brittany is free. Brittany is able to make her own decisions now. And one of those decisions was that she was going to tell her story. And she did that in The Woman in Me. So it comes in at number three, because we will be definitely talking about Brittany and the impact of this story for years and years to come. So coming in at number two, now Time Magazine had it right on the money when they called this next person the person of the year. And of course, I'm talking about Taylor Swift. Who else, right? I mean, you're probably like Chris, what's going on? Who's number one? How could it not be Taylor? Because if 2023 was anything else, it was truly the year of Taylor. She was, again, she was Time's person of the year, rightfully so. She has one of the biggest tours of all time. Now, let's not forget when these tickets went on sale for the Eras tour, it broke Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster is like came under fire. Like she had a huge impact with this tour. She kept adding more dates. It's gone across the world. It's continuing into this year. She delivered so many albums because with her Taylor's version albums, she released all these albums. She ended up breaking all kinds of records for having all of these albums chart, singles on the chart, Cruel Summer from her album Lover from years ago went number one this year. It came back into the stratosphere. Like Taylor, it, she's doing so many things that are unheard of. Things that like when an album cycle is over, it's usually over. So to have these songs like reemerging in the top 10, let alone number one on Billboard charts is so unheard of. And so it, you know, just that in itself was a massive undertaking. The Eras tour, you know, grossing, I think at this point over a billion dollars. Um, I think she be herself became a billionaire this year. Um, she ended up like giving her crew and the folks that are working on um, the, the tour, these massive bonuses. Um, you know, she's just doing so many things that are really, really sort of setting the bar for celebrities and for stardom and superstardom. And, you know, it's, she broke, um, she broke Elvis's record for the most number one, I think it's the most weeks at number one or something like that. But she, I mean, she's just doing the most and some people say too much, but you know what she did in 2023 is she truly, the Eras tour truly did. And there are studies, you can go Google this. There are studies that are showing that she truly did sort of save the economy. In a, in a time where things were 
we were getting a little nervous and we still might be a little bit nervous about what's happening in the economy, but people are traveling. People are spending money. People are going to stay in hotels and restaurants and doing all of these things just to see Taylor Swift. And that was no more true than for the NFL this year. Already America's biggest sporting event and probably one of the biggest things that we celebrate as Americans, not me personally, but um, I'm not a huge sports fan, but Americans in general, like we celebrate football. And this year it got even bigger when Taylor and Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs announced that they were together. And then Taylor started showing up at the games and, and the NFL said that the ratings skyrocketed because Twi- Swifties just want to get a glimpse of her at the game. So they started watching football as a way to see Taylor Swift react in the crowd. So of course we were getting all kinds of fan footage and even the NFL themselves, the networks were showing a lot of cuts to Taylor Swift and You know, it's like she just is unstoppable. There is so much that she's doing. And quite frankly, I think for the better, I think that she has really, you know, set the bar in a way that artists should try to achieve. And I think that she is the the biggest thing of the year. And so uh, Taylor Swift comes in at number two. Now, I know I said she's the biggest thing of the year. But when we think about pop culture moments and the moments that really had us jaw dropped, right? Where are we gagging? Where are we on the floor melting, right? Taylor Swift, amazing, had a huge year. She was everywhere. We've celebrated her, okay? But she didn't do anything that made me fall to the floor. But what did is when the news broke, that rocked our nation, that Tom Sandoval had cheated on Ariana Maddox with Raquel, which we now call Rachel. Okay, Scandoval comes in at number one, and it has to. It's one of the biggest moments that happened this year. It's insane how a Bravo TV show, and I'm t- this isn't even Housewives, okay? A Bravo TV show that was, some will say, was on its way out. Because these kids from Vanderpump Rules, they were, you know, it it's old charm of them being servers at Sir and, you know, smoking ciggies in the back alley. It was um it was a moment back in the day. And watching these kids sort of then become adults, it we were we were on our way out. It was just like it wasn't giving what it used to give. It was going through some rebooting, and they were really trying to retool it in a way that they didn't know what they were potentially up against. And then this happened, and it rocked the the world. I mean, I remember seeing Scandaval specials on CNN, okay? On the ticker, we have updates about Scandaval. People are literally calling it Scandaval. That is a pop culture, like, that. that's a definition of a pop culture moment, is when it has its own name, you know? Jennifer and Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are Benifer. Like, they're a pop culture iconic couple. 
Scandival is a thing that is going to live on forever. And it completely skyrocketed Bravo. It put like reality television in a completely different stratosphere. It was insane what was coming out. And then the fact that the season had basically been shot for, and for all intents and purposes, it was, it had wrapped when all of this sort of happened and when Ariana found out about the affair. But what we ended up finding out as viewers is that there were so many nuggets that once we actually knew that this was happening, there was a bit of like a going into the season, it was like, but we already know that all this happens because it's now been all over the news. So are we going to just be watching like this really false reality? What we ended up watching was delicious. It was them you see it. You see these things happening and you're like, how are all these people so blind to what's going on and right in front of them between Rachel and Tom? It was so insane. And, you know, then it went on to, you know, we've got Ariana went on to be huge. She was getting endorsement deals. She went, she starred in a movie. She went on Dancing with the Stars and did a fantastic, fantastic job and uh, announced that she was going to be this year on Broadway in Chicago as Roxy Hart. She had her own Uber Eats ads with Sheena and Lala that, savings! I mean, we're all singing it. And, uh, you know, it was it was just a moment. The Vanderpump Rules kids really had their moment. Of course, Ariana had the biggest moment. Um, but yeah, it was just everywhere you went, there they were. And everybody wanted a piece of that action. They were selling merch. They all started podcasts. They were, everyone was everywhere because Scandival was so big and it was truly a moment that will go down in history. And so that is why I called Scandival the biggest pop culture moment of 2023. And that brings us to the end of the list, guys. We've done it. Now, I will say, I told I said at the top this is this was a tough list because there were some other things that I felt like could have you know made the list. Rihanna revealed her pregnancy at the Super Bowl. Paris Hilton became a mom twice and surprised and shocked the world with that news. And a cockroach walked the red carpet at the Met Gala. Okay? Now if you don't know about that, I'm going to remind you because it was it was a moment. You know, the Met Gala, this like very well-known event for fashion and bringing all the looks. And the thing that made the news is that there was a cockroach on the actual carpet that was working its way down the carpet. And it made it made news. And it's hilarious. And I wasn't just talking about Lisa Rinna. Okay. So those are some honorable mentions, but we had so much to talk about in 2023. It was quite a year for pop culture. And like I said, 2024, we are only days into it. Okay. And the list is already being built for next year. Um, so much has happened and continues to happen, but, um, you know, We'll be here together because I'll be here every week covering the biggest pop culture stories in in the news and, of course, interviewing the people that make pop culture pop. So that's it for me uh, from this second annual uh, Top Moments of 2023. 
And um, until next time, it's been Chris Fatrano. Thanks for listening. Bye.